Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. And away we go. It's the panel already. Boy, this day is just flying right by. It's like a holiday Monday for many, but the panel is in-house for topics worthy of discussion. For Pizzaville, pound 3636, Mike Van Solen, a regular on Monday as a principal at Navigator. How's Mike? I'm doing great, and uh, what a lovely day for talk radio. Sure as heck is, isn't it? Michael Diamond, back with us, campaign strategist and political commentator with Upstream Strategy Group. How's Michael? You know, it took me a long time to get my pants on today because of all those uh, chocolate uh, eggs uh, yesterday, <laughs> but we managed, and you're all oh. very, very fortunate that we managed. Okay, well, you're supposed to take them out of your pocket, and then you can slip <laughs> your pants on. Oh, I see. You've, you've already put on the weight. Fair enough, Diamond Man. And Kim Wright is the head of Wright Strategies. How's Kim? Fantastic. And Michael, there's always jeggings. Those will be a nice uh, added addition for your holiday eating habits. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna even Gee. look into that. It's a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> He's not gonna look into it. Okay. Uh, by the way, it, it is Earth Day. Kim, I've got to ask because you know there's this. Uh, I don't know. I've I've read several articles of late where uh, people are deciding some young women. Uh, who are fertile, uh, believing that this is the wrong thing to do, bring another child in the world and stress the planet with extended carbon footprint and all the other things. <sighs> you know, it's almost leading me to question if there is a cadre, a critical mass of individuals that might even support a one-child policy going forward. How do you see it? I'm not sure I'd quite go that far. Look, this is not an, uh, this is not a new phenomenon. I've heard about this, you know, going back to listening to some of the commentary coming out of Woodstock, back in the back, and the people have thought about this. It's what what kind of world do I want to bring a child into? How much additional stress, financial or otherwise? You know, people make their own choices for whatever reasons to have children or not to have children. I don't think that requires some sort of legislative framework. Uh, so, you know, let them do what they're going to do. It's not uh, It's not for me to say what they do with their bodies. All right. You know what? I feel it is for me to say. <laughs> i got to be honest. I think, as you say, uh, it's been around for a while. So we've been really uh, infiltrated by quack jobs for the longest time. Uh, see, the fellas are nodding in agreement. Michael yeah. Van Solen, I mean, what do you make of though? Do you think these people should be taken seriously? Or how how is it that they're, I don't know, so earnest about uh, Earth Day or the planet that they would not have children? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the uh, the true believers, the the radicals, and sort of the environmental movement really hate human progress and development of, of any type. And I guess to make their case, they say that uh, you know they won't even you won't even procreate. Um, but these are extreme views, and I think uh, and those extreme views that often find their way into sort of mainstream environmental policy is what uh, triggers uh, you know, folks like like myself, I think, in the center and and on the right who just recognize that really what they're all about. Or too often policy is just about how do we cramp down human development? Anything that humans do on this uh, on this earth is seen as evil uh, by some. And this is just a great example of that type of woolly thinking. You know, I, I remember years ago interviewing, I guess it was, uh, what was it? Peter, what's his name? Watson uh, with the Sea Shepherd Society. 
You remember him at all? Paul Watson. Paul Watson. That's what it was. And uh, he talked about uh, wilding or rewilding, you know, where uh, really if the planet got down to just a handful of uh, millions of people, we'd all be better served for it. I know. But see, this is the environmental extreme. Uh, How much do you think they have a role to play or are they playing in terms of influencing any of these decisions that are being made? Well, the, the great thing with these people are, is they're making a the decision to not have children and they're the very last people that I would like to reproduce because I don't want their children entering the voting pool. I don't want their uh, children lining up for social assistance. So thank you people for not reproducing because if your offspring is going to be like you, we don't want any more of you. There you go. Uh, I think that sums up uh, the prevailing wisdom anyway. But uh, let me ask you on this environmental thing now. I see where the Trans Mountain Pipeline is going to have another delay, at least until June. It was set to go or at least get the green light or the liberals were uh, showing that they were uh, very much intent on seeing this proceed as of May. But now it's been delayed another month. Uh, Kim, what does that say to you? Is this another liberal stall tactic or do you think that they're sincere here? They just want to make sure all the ducks are in a row. Well, I think there's multiple things here. They're, they do need to make sure that their I's are dotted and their T's are crossed. Uh, I agree with uh, Premier-designate Kenny on that. I know that will surprise people in this table that I will agree with Premier-elect Kenny. Hmm. Uh, but he, he's right on that. The, the Prime Minister is also right. Like, get this get this right, but get this done. The, we need to get this pipeline going. We need to get those jobs going. And we need to do it in a, in a way that takes into consideration consult, consultation. But not uh, not letting perfect be the enemy of the good. All right. Uh, so she sees this as being, you know, appropriate. All things in time. I don't know. Maybe it's a cynic in me that sees this as another liberal stall tactic. They don't really have their heart in the project. Am I wrong about that, Michael Diamond? Look, you have to look at their track record, and they've uh, been abysmal on uh, pipeline uh, construction. So I, I don't think that you're off base on that at all. Uh, I, I do think, politically speaking, they've been they've alienated uh, Alberta and, and really much of Western Canada so much that there's no votes for them to gain on pushing this forward. So another stall politically is probably a good place for them as they continue to eat away at Jagmeet Singh's base. Uh, Okay. Well, then the other thing is, you know, they've also, uh, in Alberta now, Jason Kenney's made it a point to uh, sort of uh, focus on Quebec and say, you know, they're the ones who have been the beneficiaries of, uh, you know, the fruits of our labor and our largesse. And the Energy's pipeline ain't going through Quebec, according to their Premier Legault. He said, forget it. Uh, We're no no interest. That's dead on arrival. I mean, is this really uh, maybe a situation you can see? The West versus the East playing out against Quebec, uh, Quebec against Alberta. Yeah, no, I, I think it's going to be really challenging in the coming federal election for all three leaders to deal with this issue. Uh, each of them looking to uh, needing some votes and support in Quebec. Nobody can do without it, as the, you know the Liberals are seemingly uh, going to be you know doing without Alberta is one thing, doing without Quebec is quite another. The Jason Kenney arriving on the scene now as premier designate is uh, really does change the dynamics, I think, of the coming election. Uh, it gives Andrew Scheer uh, a big boost, and I think he's going to be able to very uh, eloquently and forcefully prosecute the Liberal government's uh, track record on this. Um, maybe maybe a delay is a delay. Maybe it's a month. I'm not sure. I, I understand why people would be cynical about it. But uh, it's important that I think as a nation, uh, in terms of, uh, of uh, na- nation building and, 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 and having a, a functioning economy, that this thing gets built. So uh, uh, we know Jason Kenney will hold their feet to the fire on it for sure. All right. I'm just saying in general terms, though, it looks like there's this rift very much, the polarization of the country vested in Quebec 
and Quebec's interest versus Alberta. And, I mean, how do you ameliorate the two in confederation? I mean, otherwise, there are going to be a lot of disaffected folks out west maybe even wanting to put up a firewall. Remember Stephen Harper's firewall? Or even separatism rearing its head again. Look, anytime we get to talk about the Constitution, I'm pretty happy about that. But uh, sure, absolutely, let's mm. let's let's have that conversation. You know, I, again, as I frequently say, and let's have municipalities be a recognized order of government while we're at it. These things aren't going to happen. But I think there's also the calculus that while they have written, the uh, Liberals have written off a good chunk of Alberta. There is also a lot of people in other provinces whose families and livelihoods ultimately depend on what happens in, in Alberta uh, with uh, with pipelines, with the oil sands, and with a number of jobs that are out there. So as goes Alberta's economy, certainly uh, my friends and family back home, a number of them have moved to Alberta, so they, that's because where they where they can frankly get jobs. Well, he wants to open up the whole equalization question again, saying, hey, come on, what are we doing here? I mean, you guys, you're stifling our development, and yet you want our money. It's like, shut up. No. Well, we had Premier Mo also join in on that on Twitter over the weekend, uh, echoing uh, Jason Kenney's comments. So there's certainly a growing uh, critical mass in Western Canada of folks who just have frankly have had enough of you know their 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 labor paying for subsidizing childcare in Quebec. And I think you know I'm I'm from Western Canada. It's uh, it's not a flash in the pan. This is something that's been brewing and it ebbs and flows. And we're definitely on the uh, high water mark right now. I think. All right. And by the way, I'm going to challenge that Kim in a moment. We'll come back. Uh, you say you're a big fan of the Constitution. I want to see if you're also in favor of constitutional protections for a certain individual out in Nova Scotia. In a moment, we'll come back with our panel. Topics worthy of discussion on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.